You're listening to Extra Innings with your hosts, Ben Spear and Logan Brewer. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Uh, week two, we got a jam-packed episode. We've got uh, baseball talk, um, catching up on the Reds and Indians, some NBA talk, uh, along with maybe some NFL uh, spotlight, and then we got an interview with our man Mitchell Balt, who's in here in the studio, Woo-woo! and then uh, we'll answer some sending questions at the end. So let's get started. Um, MLB talk. I think the most notable thing that I found over the past week in MLB is, if you don't know or if you didn't see it, a uh, pitcher from Tampa Bay Rays, Oliver Blake, uh, threw a pitch, and he's a right-handed pitcher that was, it was so-called a curveball. Some people said it was a changeup, and it broke from left to right, and it made the batter look like a fool. Did you see that? I did see that, yeah. So um, people were going trying to, like, Everyone was blowing it up on Twitter, and everyone went crazy about it because, like, his arm slot is, like, literally straight over the top, and the way his delivery comes in, it's, like, super deceptive already. And then the pitch, people were looking to Trevor Bauer for it because, like, Trevor Bauer is a driveline guy, and they do yeah, yeah. all that pitch tracking and everything. And, you know, Bauer, he got, like, super into it and was like, well, it's really not that. It was probably just a splitter or a changeup um, or a sinker. Uh, yeah, so just his delivery and the way he throws over top, it's that's what makes it look that deceptive. But at the end of the day, it probably didn't move that much. Like, <laughs> Dude, like regardless whatever that pitch is labeled as, it was filthy. Oh, and yeah, absolutely disgusting. I, I don't know. If I was a batter like, and I swung and missed at that, I'd probably look up and be like, what in the – was that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh Tip the cap, honestly. Yeah, it looks disgusting on TV, so whether it actually is disgusting or not, good for him. Yeah, Oliver Blake, uh, good for you. You just won Pitch of the Week from Extra Innings Podcast. <laughs> Pretty big deal. Uh, we're probably going to send you a trophy. You can hang it up in your trophy case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got? Uh, yeah, so today, Trevor Bauer, that's what we're going to discuss. Sunday in his start against the Royals. Bit of a rough one. So, uh, 4.1 innings pitched, seven earned runs, four walks, but he did have six Ks. So, um, Francona comes out to take him out in the fifth inning, and he has one out. And Bauer sees Francona come out of the dugout, and he turns and just absolutely hucks the ball over the center field wall. <laughs> and, um, I mean, nothing like some long toss mid-game. Yeah, no, just mid-game long toss. You always got to get that in. That was part of his recovery. He just, you know, one pull down straight over the center field wall. But um, he was having a rough inning, you know, some misplayed balls, uh, ball lost in the sun, a uh, little dink hits. So definitely relatable. Have, have oh, had that before. 100%. But my natural reaction was not to throw the ball over the fence. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that's a bad look for him. But, I mean, I get it. He's an emotional guy, kind of a quirky guy. But Francona was visibly livid. So, also understand that. Um, with all the trade talks surrounding Bauer and the Indians, that's also just not a good look because now you know the national media is going to pick that up and be like, is Bauer oh, a yeah. bad influence in the clubhouse? You know, I was going to say, like what's that. your opinion on him just absolutely chucking the ball over center field? Just kind of let things loose. Yeah, I mean, from him, I expect it. He's a colorful guy, but I don't think it's a good look. Yeah, I mean, you, in those situations, it's definitely hard. And, you know, both of us have been there, and 
I'm sure Balt has too. But you, you got to hold it in. You got to keep your composure. I know sometimes it doesn't go your way, and I've definitely been a victim of you know throwing my glove or doing all these kinds of things, and it's really hard to keep in. But in his case, with those unfortunate yeah. events, that's tough. Yeah, national spotlight, not a good look. But, you know, going into the Indians a little more. So earlier in the week, um, pitcher athleticism on display from the Indians. I Zach Plesak. Wow. Absolutely just going balls to the walls and making a great diving catch on the first base side. He's pulling his best OBJ impression. Yeah, I saw the um, Rod Friedman um, OBJ catch mechanics for Zach Plesak, you know, really proving that pitchers oh, are yeah. athletes too. We are, by but, the way. Um, on a more serious note, uh, Plesak and Plutko, uh, Adam Plutko, have been putting together some really solid starts for the Indians while they're missing Carrasco and Kluber. So that's really been – I mean, they've been facing some less than stiff competition in the AL Central, but um, they've been pulling their own, and they've been a big part of the turnaround for the Indians. So that's good to see. Uh, the Indians have closed the gap to one game in the Central behind the Twins after today's loss. They're at one and a half, but – you know, making some ground. Yeah, definitely looking good for the Indians. Uh, on the red side, you know, uh, we're up and down. Uh, if you guys didn't watch the game Sunday, we took the series from Colorado. Um, Alex Wood came back today. It was a great start. You know, for his first start back, it was great. He threw five innings, I think two earned runs, just gave up a long home run. But looked pretty good, not too shaky. Um, you know, definitely got to be a little nervous, but he's definitely been there before. Um other Reds news, we moved Sal Romano up, uh, Tyler Maley back to AAA, see you, Magley. Um, <laughs> Eugenio Suarez hits two home runs to save the Reds against the Brewers one game this week. That was clutch. Um, you know, Reds are looking not too shaky. You know, typical Reds team, you win some, you lose some. But um, hopefully we make a good stretch. I'm not sure about the trade deadline. Um, you know, I've heard rumors about, yeah, uh, I heard something about Puig. What do you think about that? Puig, I mean, you love to have Puig on your team. He's like, he's so funny. He's a great guy to have. He's brings a personality, but if he's not delivering like the numbers, then that's when you got to consider it. But he's putting up some good trade value. Um, him Castillo, even though he had a rough start, um, even one of our closers slash middle relief guys, Amir Garrett has been talked about. Uh, he's one of my favorite too. I got his autograph. No big deal. Uh, but hopefully, you know, we keep some good guys on the team. Um, but like I said last episode, we're still a little, t you know, tanking for Zion. But we'll see. Um, with that being said, let's move into the NBA. Um, I got a couple things. So NBA Summer League wrapped up. Um, and with that being done, you see a lot of the guys uh, absolutely balling with these, like, lifetime courts. You got, like, that's where Hoodie Mello was first yeah, born. Yeah, Hoodie um, Mello. Yeah, Westbrook, a bunch of guys, Trey Young, um, all getting together. But uh, the most thing that I took away from this summer was Tyler Hero, a UK uh, basketball alumni. Shout out Robbie Joe. Bucket is an absolute bucket. He was going off. Um, he's been showing some, you know, promising numbers, promising looks. It looks like he's going to be some competition for Zion for. Uh, Rookie of the year, but yeah. I don't know about that. We'll see. But also, Zion uh, just signed with Jordan. What do you think yeah. about that? Um, you know, I'm on board with it. You know, I mean, he's going to get make – I mean, it was a big deal for him. Oh, so whoever he yeah. signed with – I had some of my friends, like, texting me saying, that's a terrible move for Zion. And I'm like, what do you mean? If he turns into half the player people think he's going to be, he could have signed with Saucony and people yeah. would have paid oh, money for his shoes. Some it new doesn't balances. matter. Some yeah. dad new balances. 
But I think it's cool, you know, that's when people talk about, like, Zion, MJ, like, goat talks, but you can't say anything. He hasn't played yet. You only see him in college. You know, we'll see what he looks like in uh, the NBA, but uh, do you have anything NBA-wise? Yeah, but so speaking of the lifetime courts, did you see Jay Cole absolutely bawling? Yeah. That man is wet. I mean, honestly. One of the best rappers yeah, to, to be a basketball goat rapper, player. Goat rapper basketball combo. But who, do you know who the best is, though? Lil Dicky. Oh, Lil Dicky's easily yeah, the best. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, did you see his tweet? No, what was it? Um, someone, I think it was ESPN, tweeted. Um, it was like the top yeah, list of. Uh, yeah, NBA rappers, like rapping basketball or something. And it had like uh, the game on it, like, like two Cole. chains, all them, J. Cole. And, and they other. had like one little like gray area and it said other. And Lil Dicky quoted the tweet and said, I can. I'm better at basketball than half these dudes. I better be the that. other that they speak <laughs> of. I mean, he should be. And they should, like, host, like, a game or something. That'd be kind of sweet just to see, like, all those guys get on the court. But, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, but so for NBA, uh, kind of, like, sad news. Um, Jeremy Lin, in an interview, he still hasn't been picked up in free agency. And uh, a quote from him is, Rock bottom seems to be getting more and more rock bottom for me. So free agency has been tough because I feel like in some ways the NBA has kind of given up on me. That is sad. Yeah, it's kind of like sad to read, but it's like the reality of sports is, I mean, Jeremy Lin went to Harvard. He's a smart guy. I'm sure he'd land on his feet somewhere. But um, it's like, what do you do without basketball or without professional sports in general it's like when guys are starting to get to that point where teams no longer want them and they're kind of on that they're free agents and they're basically begging for a team to give them a chance the dude just won an nba championship with the raptors i mean i know he didn't play a whole lot but he's still an important role guy coming off the bench i hope i hope he lands on his feet somewhere Uh, someone gives him a chance i mean that was just sad to see for me you know linsanity back with the knicks in what like 2012 Oh my gosh, that was so fun to watch. I mean, he was so good. I, that was the Jeremy Lin. I don't know if he'll ever be like that again. Hopefully, but doesn't look like it. Um, and it's kind of unfortunate, you know. Like you said, he's with the Raptors. You know, he was part of that team and helped them get to where they were. And I hope he gets on his feet too. Yeah, I mean, sad to see, but that is the life of a professional athlete, I guess. True that. Um, with that being said, let's roll into the NFL. We got uh, training camp starting up. Um, some big news. A bunch of people getting injured. A uh, bunch of teams looking good. What teams look bad. What I got as a unfortunate Bengals fan is... Uh, Tough. Yeah. A.J. Green, uh, first practice. Looks like he did tweak something with his ankle. Looks like a low... I think they said low ankle sprain is what I said. And he's out like six to eight weeks. <laughs> Can we catch a break? Like, seriously. Can, can we discuss uh, the play on which this happened? Oh, okay, yeah. I'll, let me talk to you in depth. Uh, so, A.J. Green looked like a flyer out, just going deep, and uh, classic Andy Dalton underthrows him. So he has to stop in his tracks and go try to catch the ball, and that's where he hurt himself. Um, I mean, you can't, like. Red Rocket to the rescue. <laughs> leave that man alone. The Bengals, what do I say? What else? But, uh, I mean, the Reds are tanking for Zion. I think the Bengals are tanking for Tua. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so, um, speaking of rough first days in training camp, the Giants just, I mean, wh- what can you say? Corey Coleman, former Brown, 
tears his ACL. Um, prayers for him. Hopefully it makes a full recovery. Sterling Shepard, fractured thumb. He's week to week, but that's their basically whole receiving core in addition to Golden Tate, who's been suspended for the first four games. Dude, who is Daniel Jones? I mean, Eli Manning going to throw to? Daniel Manning is going to have a tough time. <laughs> I, I don't know. But um, the Golden Tate suspension is kind of interesting because, um, you know, Golden Tate's been like a stand-up guy his entire career, uh, never really had any troubles off the field. Um, so, like, the suspension for violation of drug policy is kind of a surprise. Um, but he actually released a statement saying that him and his wife um, actually went to, like, a fertility clinic. They're trying to have a kid. You know, they've been having troubles. So the doctor put him on some medicine after he took, uh, like, I think for a week or so. He realized that one of the ingredients was on the banned substances list. So he immediately, like, self-reported to the NFL, to the Giants, uh, basically got off of it, but he still got drug tested and failed. So yeah, that's just um, he's going to appeal. Hopefully he gets that taken off because, you know, you know, him starting a family, I feel like it's more important than one drug that happened to be in that pill that he was taking yeah, I feel like to that's try to have of, a family. Yeah, it's like understanding, though. It's not like he's doing it on purpose. Like he's doing it with his family and for a purpose, like to for him and not just to like get stronger and whatnot. So I feel like that should be cleared up with no issue, but uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah. So that that's an excuse that I feel like should definitely fly, but that's to be seen. Um, you know, Browns started training camp. They, they look really good. Yeah. I hate to say it, but see, seeing it on Twitter, seeing the Baker to Odell highlights, then, you know, you cover Odell. So then Jarvis is open. Don't forget about Antonio Catalay, Rashard Higgins. Offense is looking good, but a little bit of, um, drama that came out is um, apparently Baker, the pocket collapsed. He started scrambling, and the receivers kind of gave up on their routes. So he got on them during practice, like, screaming at them. He, he was, like, irate. And, you know, obviously people are making a big deal out of it. Like, oh, the Browns, OBJ, they're not going to mesh. Like, Baker's getting on people. He's too aggressive. Like, that's just him being a leader. Like, this is where you iron stuff out like that, you know. You don't have receivers trying. You got to get on them. So then, you know, in a real game, games on the line, they get open when Baker's scrambling and making a play. So um, I like that. I think it's a good look. Um, I love it. I mean, he led the team last year, what, as a rookie? So he comes in his second year with some authority. He better put these receivers in their place. I know Obel, or Odell Beckham Jr. is new, and they still got you know Landry and David Njoku. And wow, it's really sad how much I know about the Browns yeah. and not the Bengals. Hey, but bandwagon's uh, open. Okay. You know, I might join it after AJ Green. But um, after your three and thirteen season, that, that is enough. I just hope we beat the Steelers. Uh, I think we can shake hands on that. Yes, yeah, screw the Steelers. Yep. 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 Shook hands. All right. Cool. Screw you, John. So. Anything else? You got anything else in the NFL? Nope. That pretty much sums it up for me. All right. So let's roll into spotlight. Um, you can go first. What do you got for this week? Yeah. So earlier this week, Stevie Wilkerson became the first position player to ever record a save in MLB history. That was awesome. So um, he did not, fun fact, did not throw a single pitch below or above 60 miles per hour. So he was really just bringing the heat. Um flamethrower stevie wilkerson congrats on the first save you know that's a pretty big deal i mean what kind of approach do you have like as a hitter like with that like ephus of a pitch coming in 
ask our opponents it's basically the same thing when they face me <laughs> i mean it looks like these guys are swinging for the fences and i think i could be wrong but two out of three of those outs that he recorded were like pop, like big pop-ups yeah i mean g- give the guys like literally one more at bat against him and they're probably taking him 450 dead center oh, yeah but i mean i mean being off balance for that one inning having a guy like that i mean Obviously, it works, but I, it was kind of rolling the dice. They had Lucky some, it turned out. Yeah, they had some serious tilt. Looks like yeah, it was a bat. big tilt, guys, yeah. Um, so, for my spotlight, I've got kind of a two-for-one. Um, it's Shark Week. Uh, starts today. It's a great week to be shark. Dunno, you're, dunno, you're all over dunno. TV. Oh, yeah. Um, so, with that being said, um, this is kind of funny because it ties in with baseball, but I might pronounce this wrong. Gerardo Parra's walk-up was baby shark and literally the whole when i'm saying the whole stadium the whole stadium was doing the dance to baby shark and i if i was up to bat i couldn't help but like smile or do something like it was so cool and they like kind of panned out and showed the whole stadium doing the dance that would get me in my zone though because i hate that song it is so annoying to me so that would just like trigger me like if you're pitching yeah well if i yeah or if i was like hitting and it was a pitcher's walk up or something uh, i'd get so mad i hate that song uh, it's it's not a bad song. If they play it a lot, it's definitely annoying. But the dance kind of just ties it together. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, great week to be a shark. Um, with that being said, let's move on to the interview. We got Mitchell Balt, uh, the former ODU Panther, coming onto the show. Legend, legend. For their former Panther legend Mitchell Balt will Other- be joining us. <laughs> Otherwise known as Pitch Balt. So, Pitch Balt thirty four. Follow him on Instagram. Here he is. All right, we've got Mitch Balt here in the studio. Welcome, Mitch. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm yeah, a, no I'm problem. Excited. Yes, sir. Welcome. Yeah. It's our first guest. Do you feel honored being our first guest? I do feel honored. And actually, you know, for this being your second episode, you know, you guys are only going to get better with this. And I do feel honored to be the first one to really get called into this. First, best, maybe. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see if you're a great candidate and, you know, if. You have a great interview. We might call you back, but uh, we'll see until that time comes. Yeah, if I botch this, I won't get a phone call again. Oh no, for <laughs> sure. It, we might not even tag you in the tweet. We, might, I don't. I mean, no guarantees. <laughs> that would be like the first signal, like I'm not welcome back. All right, uh, we got a couple questions for you for the interview. Um, I guess I'll start. If you could change one thing about your college career, what would it be? Mm, that's a very good question. Thank this, you, thank you. this might be a long. Uh, answer. No, but, you, man. That's fine. Take um, it away. In my first two years, I think that I thought I was better than like I actually was, yeah. and um, a lot of the things that were happening, I thought were out of my control, and it was just like I was down on my luck. In my first two years um, at Ohio Dominican, I think I was like three and eight, and I would show like signs of, you know, Greatness. solid, yeah, yeah. solid. You know, at least like something, you know, at least dependable. Like he's got something in him. But almost, it, it yeah. always seemed to kind of like fall off on like other starts and there wasn't much consistency. Um, I I knew I had potential, I guess you'd say. Yeah. But it was putting everything kind of together. And I think the biggest thing that changed was I just kind of looked in the mirror in a sense and just kind of. I had, I had like time, I guess you'd say, to just kind of find out like what kind of a pitcher I was because I think I wanted to 
walk into school and be like the power pitcher, be the, man, be the, the no hit stuff right away, right. and I wasn't. So, I think if I could go back and change something, it would be a hey, you're not good enough to, you know, show up and be you, right you, away. You yeah. aren't as good as what you're expecting to be. Right, right yeah. there. And I found. I got better when I started understanding kind of why things were going the way they were, especially for different pitches. And I think a lot of pitchers get lost in this. Like there's an absolute reason why the ball is going every which way it's going. Yeah. And in my first two years, I didn't have an explanation to like why things were going wrong. I think it was like other things, not myself. Right. And I think I really started kind of finding a way to, prepare myself the best I absolutely could the six days before I would throw. And I, I think that's what changed it because it helped me simplify everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think honestly, probably almost everybody excluding a rare few relate to that. Like for me, I mean, it's like, I feel like I continually show, like, signs of being, like, taking it to the next level, like, being a, like, really good, like, Division two college pitcher, but then there are times where it's, like, I just, like, it, like, falls apart, and, um... Yeah, and, um, you know, when I, when I say, like, obviously, I, I never got it, you know, completely figured out. No one was perfect. Like, it wasn't, like, I absolutely flipped the switch after my first two years and I was absolutely unhittable. Like, no, I, I still got rocked around. I yeah, still had my bad downs. days. Right. Yeah. I just, I found more consistency when I pretty much kind of discovered who I was and ran with that. Yeah. I think that's what I like. I'm trying to like do now is just being myself and just not worrying about what other people want me to be. Or what I think the team needs me to be, just being me and contributing to the team that way. I think that's the biggest lesson to be learned. Alright, so moving in a somewhat different direction. So there's a lot of great baseball movies that have been made. So what is your favorite baseball movie of all time? You really gonna hit him with that hard question? Yeah, I'm coming hard with it. You, you gotta be on your toes here. All right, so for most of these answers, they're kind of just like, you know, it all depends. And uh, so, like, if I was a kid, I would say, you know, like the same lines. It's probably like the most classic, most like yeah. fun loving. It makes you like love the game. Right. Yeah. That's just like classic, um, like America's yeah, game. Like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think now, um, I think baseball movies it's hard to make like a good baseball movie yeah. without being like so cliche and like super so, cheesy yeah, yeah. so uh, the movies that i don't think are like the cliche corny all that stuff mm -hmm. would have to be either moneyball or bull durham yeah yeah that makes sense yeah i i one day they'll make like a really good like baseball movie but up until then i think you know the but, other sports kind of got it figured out i mean yeah. so if you could pick one to watch right now what would it be I'd probably watch Moneyball. They do uh, it really well. Moneyball yeah. is a good movie. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. I mean, that's kind of like when you get like more of an adult, that's kind of the movie I feel like you gravitate yeah. towards. Like It's like the business side of baseball. And I mean, you have what, Brad Pitt, um, Jonah Hill. Yeah. has a, yeah. just a solid casting. Star-studded casting. And, uh, 
What I think it does, I think it breaks it down. Kind of, you see like all the numbers in baseball now. I think like that movie can help like understand like wow like you can actually break down everything right into numbers and you know actually like form wins just yeah. by and, like statistics. Like it's, it's like where the era come from of like nowadays advanced stats things mm-hmm. like that. Like that's yeah. kind of where it all started with Billy Bean and the A's. Great movie. It's a great movie. Um, so, again, kind of going off on a tangent here, but what do you think? I know you're a big fan. What do you think about Stranger Things 3, the new season? Did you watch it? I know you did. Oh, I watched it. I've watched it twice. Um, I loved it. Me too, yeah. Um, if you were to make a 1980s uh, soundtrack, I think you would look <laughs> to that show to like create that playlist because it was absolutely phenomenal. They do a great job yeah. too. I like, hope they make back. yeah. I hope they make season four and five. Like I hope, I hope it continues. Although those kids are growing. They left it on a cliffhanger. They have to make us. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, I have yet to watch yeah, a single I, I episode of Stranger Things any season. You know, I didn't think I'd like like that kind of like genre. I don't know. I'm a sucker for it right now. They have such great actors. Uh, they I'm, uh, I might check too. it out. It's, it is crazy for those who have seen like the season three. They'll they'll throw like the like throwbacks in there like yeah. when they're like younger and you wouldn't believe like how much they've changed in like the few short and like years. especially the people who like haven't started watching it when the new season comes out they'll watch like seasons one two and three back to back oh to back and they're babies like, holy crap they're, they're like they are so up young before my eyes yeah, that's the problem so with like casting though is you cast a fourteen year old kid playing a nine year old so then like in three years when they're supposed to be twelve. They're like eighteen to twenty years old, and yeah. they're just a the, grown uh, human the, being. Uh, the kid Lucas, uh, he's played by uh, Caleb, and I don't forget his last name, but he—I mean—he had like a mustache. Like you could definitely tell he had a mustache. Yeah, he had to shave every day yeah. before <laughs> shooting. <laughs> like, dude, no, you he's can't playing do that. Like you a fourteen-year-old kid. Go to your trailer, time. shave, come back. <laughs> right. All right. So, who do you think your favorite character would be then? I have. Uh, favorite characters for certain reasons, but let me tell you, Stephen Dustin. Yeah. Stephen Dustin's dynamic together is Father unbelievable. Son. It's I love. And it. then obviously, it's, it's like, I, I love like you know like yeah they I I honestly I like them all. Uh, I like Steve Harrington because he's really like grown throughout like the whole yeah thing. All right, so big fan of superhero movies, uh, particularly like Marvel, but also like I dip into some Batman, you know. But other than that. Uh, pretty much remain in Marvel, but so if you could have one superhero's powers, who would it be and why? All right, so younger me would definitely go for like a traditional Flash, you know, super speed or like some sort of like super strength, like, like run fast, Superman, yeah, be strong, fly, yeah, 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 everything like physical. If I was to have like a superpower now, it'd just be like to teleport anywhere I wanted to really? go, especially like. I mean, like, if you got somewhere to be, you can just, like, oh, easily. and, and yeah. be there. And that, how how awesome would that be? Oh, yeah. Like, that would be, like, the most convenient, like, superpower. I would ha- I would be a teleport, whatever the terminology. I would do that in a heartbeat. That's a respectful answer. I feel like you get older, like, it becomes more, like, relevant yeah. to you to, like, oh, instead of, like, in college, like, I mean, our campus is... 27 feet wide so it takes like five minutes to get to class but yeah maybe instead not of getting here, up at 850 for your nine o'clock class you can get up at like 858 yeah. and still make it or how great would that be for like the long bus rides like after series 
Oh, oh yeah, everyone yeah. else would still be on the bus, and you're just, you're just chilling, chilling back I just, in the I would give him a nice, like, peace sign, see you guys in six hours. Yeah, our, our boy Roger, you know, he'd oh, still Peter? be driving, yeah, Peter'd Peter. still be driving the bus, but yeah, you'd be chilling in the dorm. Roger has every name under the sun, except yeah. Roger. <laughs> That's a good Shout answer. Shout out Roger, he's the man. He is bus the driver. Um, so for me, I got, what is your opinion on getting rid of umpires? Because, you know, they've talked about, like, switching to dropping in and on, like, I don't know, like computer umpires, basically. Yeah, like computer-generated balls and strikes. Basically getting rid of, like, the human element. I mean, I kind of shared my opinion, but what do you think? I think it'd be very hard, and I think it'd be even more frustrating for, like, arguing, like, a ball and a strike when, like, you know, like, you can't argue yeah, it, you but, can't like, argue because it. of that, it well, makes that you, you even more angry. A yeah. strike. Yeah, I get um, that. I, I don't have a problem with, like, the instant, like, replay. And, like, you can see, like, some serious angles. I think, right. um, like, with the, I think today, like, Ronald Acuna Jr. slid in a second. Like, any human eye would say he's out. But then, like, the stat cast and everything, they kind of went through and he was safe. That's fine. I think, like, when it gets to, like, the actual, like, balls and strike strikes, I don't know how that'll go. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, like, a double-edged sword. You yeah. do not enough. People complain, like, oh, if we had an instant replay... Yeah. definitely would have overturned that. We would have won the game. Like, yeah. It would have been different. But then uh, you go too far and you just completely like remove um, like any human error from the game, which is like part of baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you forget I mean, about the human error that like is in your favor too. Right. Like, yeah, I've, exactly. I've had, I've had strikeouts where like the guy gave me like two balls off the plate and like, like you, oh, know, you don't you. even yeah you don't even think twice about it. You're like yeah that was a yeah strike. I think, like looking back like oh yeah it was a strike yeah, at the end of the day like the scaled balance like either way yeah. it's gonna be throughout a whole season you're gonna get just as many calls in your favor that shouldn't have gone in your favor yeah. as yeah. calls that don't go in your favor so I think um, I don't agree with going in that direction but yeah just keep it how it is they're man. trying to it's save baseball good. they're trying to save it I think they're, they're trying, trying too to, hard they're trying to save it in like a forcing manner which yeah. Like, like, name something, like, you've been able to, like, force, like, how you want it to be, and it, like, is actually, yeah, like, actually works cooperative, out. and you can't, you can't make a horse drink water, you know? And like, I think, you, you can't make baseball any more fun yeah. to, like, someone who, like, doesn't really watch baseball. So yeah. Like, it's, I mean, you put computer umpires in there, and you take away, like, what, you know, arguing balls and shit, yeah, you take yeah. away people getting thrown out, that's, like, people like, love just, that. Just yeah. for it to move faster? Yeah. Come on. Like, I don't know. Oh. I veto that decision. Uh, I, I'm in favor of Logan, too. I veto. All right, so... Um, Last question. What do you got? So you're a baseball guy. I know, like, you pay, basically have specialized in baseball for a long time. So looking back, what's one sport that you wish you would have invested more time into, whether it be, like, grade school, middle school, high school, whatever? Um, I think every answer should be golf. I wish I had practiced golf more especially now that you know that's kind of like what i'm starting to pick up right now. yeah um i actually lived in new hampshire for a little bit growing up i wish i would have gotten into like hockey okay uh i was just a little too young to like really kind of get into the that graphic, but yeah, i think right. hockey would have been great and then obviously golf now yeah yeah i feel like golf is like such a good answer because once you're done with like organized sports like golf is just the epitome of like the middle age like old man sport like you can play golf no matter how old yeah. you are, and that's like can be your casual activity. You know, it can be 
to hang out with friends. It can be competitive. It can be whatever you want it to be. Um, you know, you just become, you just, once you're done with sports, you become a golfer. You have no Whether alternative. You like it or That's not. your only option. You and are a golfer. Now. I think what I have like really loved about golf, it's like the most honest sport ever. And kind of like with baseball, even like with things like you can hide, like being like non-prepared, but things fall in your way. Like, you're only as good of a golfer as, like, the time you really, like, put into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, imagine being, like, so good, like, just showing up, like, when you're, well, I don't know. Oh, that'd be 40, the most right, nice yeah. life ever. But, you know, just like, dominating your you, friends you can be clients. as good as you choose to be. Yeah. Which is, you know, why I am really starting to gravitate towards it. All right. Um, with that, let's move on. We got a couple segments today. I hope you're prepared. Um, we'll oh, start geez. off with, it's called This or That. We're going to do it with about... I'd say probably all of the people that we interview. Um, basically, we're going to say two things. It's like we're going to say probably about seven different things, but like you have to pick the best thing okay. off the top of your head. We're going right. to say really fast, it's this or that. All right. One or the other. Don't um, screw it up. Yeah, don't all screw right. it up. So, with that being said, let's, let's, uh, let's go quick. Ready? Chick-fil-A or Canes? Canes. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Toaster eggs? Eggs. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Football or basketball? Basketball. Work hard, play hard. Work hard. What's worse, laundry or dishes? Dishes. All right, not bad. Not bad. That was pretty quick. Yeah, I respect that. Dishes are terrible. I do, yeah. Laundry is easy to fold, but dishes, like, you got to touch everything. Although, laundry is more time-consuming, I'll say that. Yeah. But I got to answer how it is. What would you say for Chick-fil-A or Canes? I said Canes, but that's more for the fact that I like eating a lot. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, mean, I for for me like Canes is like a once in a while type of thing. Yeah, like yeah. Chick Fil A's like I could go like very frequently. You can go every day besides Sunday though, right? True. Yeah, besides exactly. Sunday. All right. Um, next segment we're gonna do some pickoffs. Um, for those who listened last week, you should know this, but pickoffs are basically the top three of a subject. Um, and last week we did things to do in the bullpen was our subject. We kind of branched off, did a little bit non-baseball related if you can't tell uh so the subject for this week is sauces um and for those who don't know the definition of sauce is a thick liquid served with food so it doesn't it doesn't have to have the word sauce in it it could be anything so uh i guess we'll start with mitch since you're our guest uh what you got Uh, you can't pick mustard for all of them though by the way (laughs) I'm going to shock a lot of people here, but I'm going to go with mild sauce on wings. Oh, all right. I've recently, I've recently branched out you, from eating chicken nuggets. You've grown for mild. I like that. Yep. Mild, mild sauce good. on wings. Yeah. Good. Good proud for you, you, Mitch. I'm proud of you. I'm <laughs> genuinely proud of you. Right. Okay. For those of you who don't, those of you yeah, who this, don't know, this deserves kind of little like the backstory. backstory. So when we were at the regional tournament, uh, Ben and I sophomore year, Mitch's junior year, um, <laughs> Coach Antonides took us to B-dubs as a team. You know, everybody's ordering barbecue wings, hot wings, Asian zing. And Mitch asked for just plain wings with mustard. And the waitress was just beyond confused. Could not (laughs) grasp why someone would come to B-dubs and order plain wings and eat them with mustard. She was like, you should just go to McDonald's. Yes. She was low-key roasting. No, she actually did. And... I think what made it worse is, like, even, like, everyone was, like, taking, like, Snapchat videos, like, while I was doing it. Because, like, you know, like, it just, like, getting, like, a little picked on, having a little yeah. fun. And then her coming From to our table, rope. literally yeah, just saying, you know, it'd just be a lot cheaper if you went to McDonald's. Like, was just, <laughs> like, 
the like the KO. Like this yeah. coup de gras. Ruined ruined my day. Done. Thank you. Thank you, Barbara, whoever whatever. I, I mean we're proud of you though for branching out. But, yeah. Uh, so mild sauce. Logan, what do you got? Um Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh wow. Mm. I I say Chick-fil-A sauce is the best sauce they have at Chick-fil-A. You know, they got what ranch ponies and everything like that. But yeah, that, that's definitely one of the best sauces. Yep. Um I guess for mine, uh, I'm gonna go with ranch. Oh, okay. Um, Classic. Some people love ranch. Other people are just kind of like, oh, you know, I like ranch on certain things. But some people like Brad Wilson or a couple people I know. Yeah, Brad liked his ranch. They'll put on everything. They'll take it. It worked, though. How about that? I love ranch. I'm not that weird with it. He's in double A. Good for him. I love ranch. How about that? Shout out, Brad. (laughs) Shout out, Brad. All right, Bob, what's your number two? My number two is going to have to be the spicy mayo when you get sushi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That is, yeah, I, ne- recently, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Good call. Thank you. Thank you. See, this is like a weird like topic where you can branch out like beyond mm-hmm. like your imagination and pick things that you, because it's sauce. Like I said, the definition is a thick liquid served with food. I think that that is a thick liquid served with it food. It is. Yeah. So that's, that's a good pick. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. My uh, number two, going to go with Carolina Gold. Mm. Ooh. I never tried that. It's like, it's like a little, it's like tangy, like yeah. honey mustard, barbecue, um, I don't know, but it's up there for me. I'm, I'm, I'm putting it in my top two. I wasn't going to do it, but the more I thought about it, I had to send it in there. Um, for my second pick, I'm going to go with uh, McDonald's special sauce, but on uh, Big Macs. <laughs> McDonald's? I don't know if that's deserving of top two, though. But you guys took one of mine, so... Alright, I, I guess that's fair, then. I don't know. I, I respect the decision, but I, I don't know if I can put that in top two. Alright, man. That's whatever. Paul, what you got? Number three. Yep. Uh, since I couldn't pick mustard, um, I'm going to go with Caesar dressing, because it is a liquid. Yes. Put on food, and on the rare occasions that I do eat salad, I decide to pick Caesar dressing. Caesar over ranch? That's okay. Personally, yes. Personally, like yes. Alright, so for my number three, I'm going back to Chick-fil-A mm. and going with Polynesian ah, sauce. There it is. Yeah, so it's do like, you mix them when you go to Chick-fil-A? Um, so like, if I do mix, so like, alright, I'll give you my routine at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so I'll get like, uh, number one, just like a classic sandwich, and then I'll get fries, and normally I'll get like a side of like the nuggets. Mm-hmm. So for my fries, I use Chick-fil-A sauce. And then for my nuggets, I usually split between Chick-fil-A and Polynesian. And then on my sandwich, I put Polynesian mixed with a little bit of ranch. Okay. Pretty hard that, that, that gives me a little, like, peace of mind that you're not, like, formulating, like, this big, like, bucket Concoction. of sauce. Like, no, it, no, like no. while, like, yeah. right before you eat. Like, that, no. that at least gives me a little peace of mind right there. All right. Uh, my last one, I'm going to go with cane sauce. You really can't go wrong with cane sauce. Yeah, I was going to put that in my top three, but uh, I actually had it at number two. But then, you know, the more I looked at it, the more I was like, I got to branch out here. You no, know? yeah. I guess that, that's a, such an easy pick because, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's good. really good. Yeah. That's what makes, like, I think Chick-fil-A and Kane's debate is, like, hot because, like, 
you know, what chicken it's is like better. It's like two different experiences. Yeah, Chick-fil-A chicken is definitely better, but the reason that Cane's keeps up with Chick-fil-A is because of the sauce. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. could you put, like, Cane sauce on, like, anything else? Because yeah, always, I always just, like, I mean, give it to tried. someone else. I People never, like, actually use the Cane's Cane sauce. Cane sauce or Chick-fil-A sauce, like, in that debate. Like, I say Chick-fil-A sauce because I think it's more universal. Like, yeah. you can use Chick-fil-A oh, sauce definitely. on a bunch of different things. Like, Cane sauce, like, I think, like, it's pretty much good on chicken fries, kind of. But toast as well, it's good on toast. Oh, yeah. But um, I think, like, Cane sauce is pretty much reserved for, like, Canes. So that's why I think right. Chick-fil-A sauce wins that battle. But Cane sauce gives it a good run for its money, I would say. It's like I never tried it, but maybe one day, but I agree with that. But definitely Cane sauce, I love it. That's what Great for me. Um, so those are some good picks. Um, you guys have any that were left off the list that you still have? I walked in here with a controversial one. Okay. I was gonna say like syrup on pancakes. I don't okay. know what. Yeah, I, 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 I was. Yeah, I was I honestly. I was honestly like looking to like debate with you because right. I was like, you know, it's like it's like a breakfast sauce. I guess you'd say. Right. It is syrup, which it's syrup is not you know sauce but if if we're just being like technical with like how it's like used i think that's good. i would fight that all right syrup yeah. is in there that's a good pick my, I, yeah, oh, i'm I on board with that i got another one that's kind of like that i'd say gravy i don't know like gravy's definitely like its own thing but it's a sauce like is it is it not yeah, i mean if we're being like technical here like i'd I'd let it fly yeah I, i'd go i'd go for that yeah mm, gravy mm, gravy um you know Everyone left this off their list. Sleeper barbecue sauce. Yeah, I mean, sauce. yeah, you got all kinds of different variations of it. Yeah, and it itself is just so good. Right. So I mean, barbecue sauce, honorable mention for me. Fancy sauce too. You guys, I know you guys like fancy <laughs> See, sauce. See, what's you? Your fancy sauce. You like ketchup and mayonnaise. Is that not cane sauce? No, no. It's um, probably similar. Yeah. It looks like similar, yeah, which is similar. why like I kind of stayed. I actually saw it. a recipe for cane sauce on the internet the other day. So right. I, yeah, you we should probably concoct. Um, yeah, but your night. your fancy sauce is what barbecue and ranch. Yeah, that is good. Solid, like yeah. It, but you got you got to get the proportions right. You got to mm-hmm. have like seventy five barbecue, twenty five ranch. Yeah. It's all about yeah, good, good proportions. But um. Those are pickoffs for this week. Uh, thank you, Mitchell Ball, for coming in. Should we keep him on just to answer some questions with us, some viewers sending questions? Yeah, let's I mean, do I'll it. be yeah, happy we'll to answer on. the questions yeah, if, if I can. If you think you're up for it, Mitch, you're welcome to stay. All right. Happy to All right. Um, so we got a couple uh, sending questions this week. Like I said, we're going to pick the best ones each week and preview those on our show. Um, so let's get started. I'll just read the questions. You guys react. Um. What are some rituals of baseball players um, versus some other athletics? Um, and then do pitchers have any like weird rituals or superstitions? Um, so, I mean, I don't think it's that common, but like one thing that I like hear like people think is that like people don't like wash their like jock straps yeah, or like kind of weird. stuff like that. Like that's disgusting. Or like not washing like don't do that. special certain socks like. To me, that's disgusting. I think that that's absolutely foul. If you do that, you need a priority check, and <laughs> I don't know like yeah, what's going on in your life that you're me. driven to that. That's disgusting. But um, as far as pitchers, like I'm sure, like I know Mitch, like you're kind of like a quirky guy when you mm-hmm. it's like yeah. you're like very like regimented in what you. He's do. got his gum. Mitch chews yeah, gum. Mitch, yeah, yeah. I, Mitch if if we're talking gum. on like rituals and like yeah. little things, like I I had a lot. I would always. Do warm up the exact same, start at the same time, 
Um, I never listened to music before games because I had one bad start. When I listen to music, when, when you game. walked around the warning track in your zone, yeah, like I tried to, Wilson. I tried to, no, I seriously, I tried to release my inner like Brad Wilson back when he did it, and we used to call it like Vision Quest. Like he'd be like, "Where the hell is Brad?" And <laughs> <laughs> he'd be over like somewhere, yeah, and yeah. then and then he would absolutely shove him. Hey, but um, all right. So what about like yeah. baseball versus other sports? You think baseball players are definitely more like superstitious, think, have weird rituals? Yeah, but well, baseball's like so like mental, like, and not everyone like sees like what you do, so yeah. it kind of allows you to kind of have your own things. Like I, I wore like the same socks. But I wore like this. Them. Yeah, absolutely, because that's disgusting. Wore like the same kind of like compression shorts. You know, I, I just I went about everything like the same way. Right. So like there was always like, I guess you'd call it like a ritual and just. Yeah. Have yeah. never step on the line, stuff like like little things like that. Like, I think baseball is like you have more opportunity to have like a routine or a yeah. ritual and than like other sports. And I it's feel such like. a failing game where like if you get like kind of like hot, you know, like kind of like a hot streak, you yeah. kind of roll with like kind of what you yeah. did that day like, and see if it continues to work. For pitcher specifically, you're like you have your same routine you can do every time and like you can individualize it so you can yeah. have your own yeah. little quirky thing like like team sports like basketball you're doing the you're doing the team warm up you're doing stuff like that football you're doing the team warm up stuff like that like you just have more opportunity to do right. your own thing in baseball I feel like all right that's true um, next question saw a stat on TV that said 44.7% of all runs scored this season in the MLB are home runs people have conspiracies and think the ball is juiced Opinions? 100% juice. Yeah, there's no doubt about yeah, it. I think they are too. Probably. I mean, like... The, 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 the swing's different now. Like, pitchers are throwing absolutely disgusting stuff. Honestly, I don't know how major league hitters touch half the stuff I see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you just... The, the amount of home runs, like, yeah, like, velocity's gone up for pitchers, but I don't think power has gone up that much for hitters that it, like, correlates to it. And they've actually, like, talked to, like, commissioner about it and like manfred said that they're looking into the balls because like he's basically admitting that there's like something manufacturally wrong with the balls whether that's like the mlb's purposely juicing them or like just like they're not being manufactured properly i don't know but i i think definitely something's going on with yeah. them as a pitcher i don't want them juice yeah, so, yeah. yeah. No, ex-pitcher no uh, doesn't really matter to me anymore but. all right um next question uh, hi, yeah, um, my question is, do you have any pregame fuel you take before pitching? Uh, some guys like chugging cherry coke before games, or other guys like chugging three five-hour energy drinks before they pitch at Pelosa. What are your pregame or pre-pitching fuels? Um, for me, I pretty much just stick to, like, I have my routine, like, with water. Like, yeah. I'll drink, like, a bottle of water before I stretch. Like, after I stretch and warm up, I'll drink another bottle of water. Before I go in, I'll drink, like, a cup of water. Yeah. And then, like, between each inning, I try to drink at least, like, two cups of water. But don't want to drink too much, though. you got to pee. So. I mean, I, I yeah, agree. Yeah. Water is key. Um, I never really, like, could, like, stomach food, like, before I start. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm just kind of, like, I always would get, like, anxious and, like, really right. nervous. And not that, like, I couldn't, like, hold it in yeah. but like i i didn't like kind of like throwing on like a full stomach yeah but uh i guess like fuel i wouldn't call it like fuel but like i chew gum to like kind of like yeah. ease like yeah. my mind and i would add the like great big league chew like every inning so like by the end More i had gum, like the full yeah. pack and like all my pictures that uh <laughs> rebecca took of yeah. me 
uh, Big mouth were ruined because, yeah. like, yeah, just had, like, a huge yeah. All right, uh, last question, and our best question this week. Shout out to Joey Filosa. Um, I miss you. Appreciate the minor shout out uh, for a send in question. Um, you got Natty Light, Hammy Cafeteria Food, which is ODU's cafeteria, or a van ride to an away game in the middle row. Marry one, kill one, and experience once a week. What do you have? That's, that's pretty hard. That's a great question, Ooh. Joey. All right, um, can, I get, can I get the three options yeah, yeah. again? Okay. It's uh, Natty Light, right. Hammy Cafeteria Food, or a van ride to an away game in the middle row. Marry one, kill one, experience once a week. Okay. Um, I got mine. You want all right, yeah, you go, you yeah. go. I man. say, you, okay, you're going to marry Natty Light. Let's lay up. Kill one. I'm gonna definitely going to kill the van ride in the middle. Yeah. Those 100%. suck. Especially if you're going somewhere far, those suck. And then um, experience once a week is Hammy because we can't, like, Hammy's good yeah, every once in a while. Hammy, yeah, yeah, you, might, you might get that every, once a week, yeah, that it is good. You might hit the lottery. If um, you hit the once a week thing and it's really good, then like good yeah, for you. Money, but yeah, definitely. Okay, so yeah. like, I I agree. I'm killing the middle van ride. Yeah, absolutely unbearable. But um, I don't. I mean, I don't like beer. I don't. So I'm experiencing Natty once a week, and I'm marrying Hammy. That's wow. Um, you know, That's so bold. Yeah, it wow. is bold. But like, <laughs> okay. Hammy, like, you gotta give us some credit. Like, it offers, like, something, at yeah. least something solid. At least solid. something every day. Like, every day, yeah. So, I mean, you can definitely make a living off it. You can do that. I just, you know, I only want to experience Natty once a week. Um, definitely no more than that. Hopefully that's a long-lasting marriage between me and Hammy. Good luck with that. But what you got? So, personally, uh, I would marry Natty Light. Good. I would kill, and absolutely kill, the bus rides. Yes. Miserable. Good. I don't care if you're Across in the back. The board sweep, if, if you're bus, right? if you're in the back of the bus, it's still miserable. It's, yeah, it's awful, and especially when you have uh, certain individuals who are around you that are blessed enough to have the ability to sleep. Yeah, like, I've never been able to sleep on the bus. Oh no, I can't oh, no. it's been I, miserable. Yeah. So done with that. Once a week. So glad Hammy. to be done with that. And then Hammy, you know, and you know, honestly, while we're talking about Hammy, shout out to Donnie. Yeah, you're Donnie, great. Hope you're you are listening. absolutely great at doing your job and being there when I walked in and needed to get swiped in. Um, you know, and even the people who I don't even know your name, you guys did a great job while I was there. Thank All you. Right. Thank yeah. you. But once a week. Yeah, that was a great question. Not going to lie, once a week. Um, so thank you, Balt, for coming in. That's uh, the episode. Yes, we appreciate sir. you coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I, I hope... Uh, I hope the listeners actually like enjoy yeah. this. Yeah, hopefully they don't like boycott because of you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, good so, luck. Good luck to the next guy next week. Yeah, seriously. Thank you for coming in. Um, for everyone listening, um, next week we'll probably have someone outside of ODU on Stay the show. Tuned. Stay you tuned. Know, big might, announcement coming yeah, soon. We'll tweet it out. But uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week.